0: Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the g Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. A few episodes ago, I spent some time highlighting my favorite form of travel, the road trip, and talked through why I find it to be an absolute joy. I then went further into the car enthusiast-specific nuances of speccing out the perfect road trip machine, essentially just talking through my dream road trip. Now these all started off as some notes and thoughts I jotted down earlier and just kept aside to reflect on. Since writing that reflection though, I was fortunate enough to put my money where my mouth is and actually go on a road trip. And let me tell you, it was far from the dream that I portrayed. For a little bit of background, I went on a multi-day road trip in someone else's car where I spent a total of almost 40 hours in the car. There was a lot that I learned in these 40 hours. Now before delving into the car and vehicle specific details and learning points, I want to discuss the non-vehicle specific items. First off, the positives. I had a co-pilot for this trip, and we rotated some of the driving responsibilities as needed to ensure the driver was alert at all times. We also packed snack foods and sandwiches. By the way, I maintain the best road trip snacks are carrots and sugar snap peas. They don't stick up the car, they make very little mess, keep you satiated, and also help your body deal with the tolls of just going on a drive for that long. Packing our own food helped minimize the lengths of our stops where we did not need to wait in those long drive through lines. Another important item is we brewed our own coffee, keeping it in a thermos as well as keeping several bottles of water within our reach from the front seats. Although we needed to use the bathroom every time we stopped, the coffee was great for the early morning and late afternoon stretches of the drive, and the water, well, it's water. We just need it. For entertainment, we kept waves running the whole trip so the alert updates and while also updating the app with the latest road information was entertaining. In all seriousness though, we actually listened to audiobooks for the road trip. That was our real source of entertainment. And probably the most important prep item for this trip, we wore comfortable clothes. In this case, basketball shorts, sweatshirt, and sneakers now some of the shortcomings uh, that weren't vehicle related for two of the four days of the driving that we did my co-driver and i did not sleep well the night before so although we were alert and drove without incident those days of driving were a struggle there were a few days on the trip where both of us had some urgent work issues come up so that delayed our trip and also kept us pretty stressed out during the driving speaking of the delay We actually got caught up in some rush hour traffic in one of the big cities we passed. While we were planning to avoid rush hour due to the delays, we got caught up in the middle of it. With those delays to our schedule, we also ended up driving after sundown a few times, which is personally my least favorite time to drive, especially on a road trip. Really all the non-car related negatives just come down to better prep work and probably some melatonin consumption the night before the drive now let's delve into the most interesting bit the car in this case a 2009 Honda CRV EX four wheel drive basically a lifted Civic it's got a similar engine similar transmission but this case a lifted Civic with the ability to send power to all four wheels it had a cloth interior and decent entertainment system. We could plug in an aux cable. Although this wasn't my personal vehicle I was very familiar with the car and I also had some time to prep it for the road trip. I bought some accessories that for, specifically for the car itself and for this road trip. There's a phone holder that attached to the aircon vents. Great way to monitor ways. We had a USB adapter that plugged into the cigarette lighter kept our phone charged and our devices charged at all times Uh, the aux cable again unfortunately no Bluetooth in the CRV got an updated aux cable and most importantly a backup aux cable as well I also brought along my tire pressure gauge and a portable tire inflator we actually ended up using both of these items on the road trip itself when the TPMS came up on the dash I also cleaned the car from the inside uh, the night before the trip, taking out a lot of the unnecessary, usual clutter and junk, I did a wipe down and dusted off most of the interior surfaces, focusing of course on the front of the vehicle, a quick vacuum, and then took all the accessories and reorganized the front of the car to keep it organized for the drive itself. Overall, the interior of the car, with the switches, accessories, and the cleaning, was pretty good. The CRV seats were decently comfortable, but there was definitely room for improvement. There was a lot of space for our bags and our packed food, so overall, not a bad place for a road trip. The car was fine, but aside from the seat comfort, there were some other points that were definitely lacking. First, the road noise. So, the CRV is a relatively light SUV, if you can even call it an SUV. In this case what that means is there's not a lot of material inside the car to dampen out the exterior noises you definitely feel a part of the road when you're driving around in addition driving at highway speeds or maybe a bit above and driving with a crosswind you can definitely feel the car shifting with the wind that was not ideal heck i can even feel the crv shift around when overtaking 18 wheelers the road noise plus the reaction to the winds definitely made the driving experience worse. However, the worst part of the CRV is by far the powertrain. The asthmatic 2.4 liter inline 4 engine connected to a lazy 5 speed automatic transmission. The engine is criminally underpowered for such a tall vehicle. On freeways with 70 plus mile per hour speed limits, The car genuinely struggles with overtaking slower traffic. Then you couple this struggling engine. I think if it's quoted to make 180 horsepower, I definitely think it's lacking compared to that. You connect this engine to this 5-speed automatic transmission and it's just taking a bad situation and making it worse. Now, I am a proponent of the manual transmission, a bit of a manual fanboy myself, but hear me out. This automatic transmission is pretty terrible. Honda automatics are one of the big reasons why I've completely moved away from autos in my garage. I had an 01 Accord with an auto that Honda outsourced from Isuzu and had to deal with a jerky transmission that would slam into gear from a stop. Now the CRV's auto was not broken like my old Accord's, but it was extremely dim-witted. It would hold out gears when it should have shifted down and even with me mashing the throttle it would still hold the gear or hold out gears when it should have shifted up even with me completely letting off the throttle. The gearing ratio aka the ratio of how many turns of the engine crank corresponds to wheel speed kind of a loose definition there. That gearing ratio and the lack of power from the engine meant we could barely stay in fifth gear. Top gear in that case, on faster freeways. The car would constantly shift down to fourth gear, sometimes even third gear, just to keep going forward and keeping a constant speed. This absolutely trashed our MPG. We barely got above 19 miles per gallon on the drive. Oh, and with that, the fuel tank only holds 13 gallons, so we were constantly stopping for gas. It's clear that the CRV was designed as a commuter car and not as a road-trip samurai. Anyway, the key takeaways from my road trip? Make sure to prepare for the trip, including getting the car and yourself ready and rested. And if you can, pick a car that was actually designed to be used on a road trip or driven at higher speeds, like freeway speeds and higher. There are a lot of cars on the market that can be used on road trips, but aren't necessarily designed to do so. Like the CRV. So, did this turn me off from road trips? Definitely not. In fact, I'm eagerly planning my next road trip based off of these lessons. Will it be in another CRV? Probably not, but I'd still take it on another road trip if needed. Maybe I'd throw on an eBay Turbo and pray for the best.